this episode of the podcast, we crack our magnifying glasses out and take a closer look at this weekend's Premier League games, including Liverpool versus West Ham, Arsenal versus Manchester United, and the cracker between Leicester and Leeds. Sit back, relax, crack open a cold one, and welcome to Four Manx, One Toffee, Extra Time. is mad in Wales at the moment and it is literally like he's just, it's, it's like I'm looking at all four of you from from the other side of the Berlin Wall I'm literally <laughs> waving at you from over the top I'm just like please let me in the thing is infection rates are going down again so I don't the government haven't even said like how do you come out of these tears and, and what, what happens it's <laughs> you don't tear free forever I'd imagine I'd fucking move to Germany the only tears <laughs> are the tears I cry every night in lockdown. <laughs> right, lads, let's rattle off the weekend's games. I'll uh, I'll do a prediction sheet uh, while I'm in work on... Oh, I'm not in work on Saturday. I'll do it whenever I feel like. And work, if you're listening, sack me. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't forget Debenhams is listening, lad. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, mate, I've been spreading us about. Don't you worry, mate. I've been pushing us. <laughs> Uh, right, Wolves Crystal Palace on Friday. You know what? Palace aren't bad at the minute, so but the Wolves, Wolves are right. convincing against Newcastle. No, it was one one, wasn't it? Mm. What are we doing here? Are we just saying our score prediction. Yeah, right. Two one Wolves. Sweet. <laughs> one boys. Um, I will probably say 2-0 to Wolves. Yeah, I'll go with that. Josh? Uh, 1-0 Wolves. Christoph? Who's your other team? (laughs) (laughs) Palace. By the way, we're going to Mar, does it? Ah, yes. Crystal Palace. Um... Unless Crystal Crystal Palace are playing um, Oli FC, they just don't really seem to look very good, do they? they, It was a minor miracle that they got any result against Brighton the last time I saw them. I'm going to say 3-1 Wolves. And I'm I'm going to go 2-1 Wolves. I don't think Wolves, still reiterate, I don't think they're doing fantastic, but I think they'll grind out a result there. Uh, Chef United, Man City. That's the early one on Saturday, isn't it? The early one on Saturday, yeah. I think, well, City have just gone 3-0 up and it was a really nice move. It looks offside, though. Um, but they've they've got better in the second half, so I'm going to say 4-0 City. Sheffield are wank, aren't they, at the minute? So. <laughs> yeah, Josh? Um... 3-0 City. Chris? I'm going to say 2-1 City because I don't think, I said it at the start of the podcast, I don't think Sheffield United are as bad as their form and their points suggest and City have no recognised striker at the moment. So, 2-1. Yeah. Dale? Yeah, I'd probably say the same points there, Chris, to be honest. Um... I wouldn't surprise if they nicked a draw here, 1-1 or something. 
Sheffield United. I'm I'm laughing because that was my prediction. I'm going as Gandhi once said, never back the early <laughs> kickoff. <laughs> I'm going one one. Burnley Chelsea. Wasn't it Nelson Mandela that said that? I think it was Abe Lincoln. <laughs> I think you're right, you know, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Burnley Chelsea. I'm gonna go one one. Is it yeah, Chelsea away. Yeah. Uh they've had two nil nil draws in a row. They don't look that potent and Burnley need to sort of come come back I think they'll be galvanised by a, a 1-0 defeat to Spurs so they'll part the bus and I think they might get a point out of it can, can, can I just can I just say this before we move on to someone else's predictions how mad is it that these predictions would be so different if we had fans in the stadium yeah yeah they would yeah like I could imagine, I can imagine like Bramall Lane for the Sheffield United game being absolutely booming yeah. against Man City and like like getting them a result. I think that's I think that's really affected Sheffield this season. Is mm-hmm. the lack of fans? I really think that they've had nothing to play off. Well, um, Andros Townsend was saying on Talksport today that he definitely thinks that the home advantage thing is a lesser thing at the moment because there are no fans. Um, so yeah, I'd say that that's that's affecting a lot. Definitely. Sheffield United's form post lockdown is shocking. Even the end of last season, if you remember, they've not looked good at all since lockdown. No, right. What we're saying, boys, for the predictions: Burnley, Chelsea. Fight amongst yourself. Do you know what? I I think this this is this is Burnley. Is this? They don't fucking score, but with Chelsea's defence, I'm, 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 I'm thinking they're going to bag two. I think they're going to win 2 1. I love that. Go on, I'm going to say 1 1. Uh, I think it's. Going back to your draws again. Yeah, I think, I think it's got a Timo Werner goal in it for Chelsea. But as, as Dale said, given Chelsea's defence, Burnley will have chances, and I expect them to put. Put one one away against. Well, I'm, that new goalkeeper is pretty decent, to be fair. But I just think they're going to have chances, so I'll give them a goal. One more, Chris. You're going to think I'm absolutely mental here, but <clears throat> who who've Chelsea got this week in the Champions League? They uh, have got Crads uh, on saw. Away, <laughs> Champions League. Fuck away. Fuck. Crabs and so- is that a fucking dinosaur or what? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I don't even know what league they're in, mate. Oh, the Russian Premier League. Oh, fuck. Right. Oh, Kra- oh, Krasnodar. Kra- oh, that's, Krasnodar, that's, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that, yeah. That's a nice half hour trip, isn't it, eh? You know. <laughs> mate, are you away? Yeah. I don't, even, I don't even blame you for pronouncing that wrong. I genuinely, up until about half an hour ago, I genuinely thought Liverpool were playing a team called FC Midgetland. <laughs> I didn't know how to fucking pronounce that. Like it, all these foreign club names, sometimes are a tricky business. Um, yeah. And it's away in Russia, isn't it? Yeah. And it's, yeah. Is that tomorrow? Or is that Wednesday? Um, is well, that tomorrow? tomorrow rather, yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. So you you got to bear in mind they're they're playing that. They need a result, Chelsea. That's it's a must-win game for them to get through this group. 
and then they've got to come back three days later and try and beat Burnley. 3-2, Burnley. I think they're going to ship goals. I think they'll grab a couple of Chelsea, but I think Burnley uh, are going to walk all over a very, very tired, very all over the place Chelsea defence, 3-2. It's a good, good shot. I, I was going 2-2 on that. The, uh, the, the European trip might fuck them up this weekend. Burnley, like I said, with Dale Spurs, they'll come back from that Spurs result. I can just imagine Chris Wood giving Thiago Silva an absolute nightmare. I don't think Thiago Silva's ever had to deal with a striker quite like Chris Wood before. No. <laughs> Elbows galore. Yeah, yeah. Um, two of the interesting teams this season: Liverpool versus West Ham. Oh God. That is, that is, do you know what? Last season, I'm not turning on to watch that. I'm turning on to watch that this season. Is that, what time is that? Half five? Half five, yeah. After the non-league game, we go and watch. So we, so we can go um, and watch the non-league game and then go to the pub and have food, Boris, food <laughs> and a beer and watch football. All sat on separate tables. Yes. Um... I think Liverpool might still just have a bit too much for West Ham. I'm going to say 2-0 Liverpool. I'm going to go completely against you. I'm going to go 2-1 West Ham. I, 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 think West Ham are, I think West Ham are flying high. I think Antonio, without Van Dijk at that back, like Joe Gomez is getting absolutely exposed right now as a fucking yeah. centre-back without Van Dijk. It I reminds know. me of Vinicius and Ferdinand. They made anyone look good next to them. Yeah, and Gomez is being exposed as a very, very average centre back, and I could see Antonio having a really good game again. And yeah, I'm going to on my stand. Fuck it, I'm going for it. The thing is, everyone sees Liverpool as the team that can be got at now, so mm. everyone's going to go for it because I think that towards the end of last season they had an aura about them, Liverpool where they were unbeatable, and everyone already went into the game thinking we've already lost. But this year it's different, and everyone thinks well. If Aston Villa can do him 7-2, seven, seven, whatever it was, then why can't we score a few against them? So can we can we make a four manx one toffee bingo game? We have to drink every <laughs> time Park Sports mentioned and every time we mention the seven two. His <laughs> drinking game. Every time Nantes gets mentioned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, in any the, capacity. The French team or people that need the hard drive checking. Football team, people from Hyde. <laughs> 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 and every time Lee's German joke gets mentioned <laughs> <laughs> move on predictions Josh go Liverpool 1-0 Dale go uh, Liverpool 3-0 Wheels are coming off, Chris. <laughs> Dale's having absolutely fucking none of it. He's just like, fuck you all, you know, nothing. No, I, mean, I, fuck only off, that, boys. I only base that on. I mean, you, you look at there was a way at Tottenham were getting, getting, they were getting stuffed 3 0, and for whatever reason, Tottenham just absolutely capitulated in the last five, ten minutes. And West Ham, if they do that again, uh, I can see Liverpool scoring a few. Um, but I can't see them doing the same as Tottenham, basically. Fair, fair point. 
Um, they were Liverpool. losing three 0 and then until the eighty second minute, and then David Moyes ran into the crowd and said, "Quick, <laughs> cough on me." <laughs> <laughs> Test me again. Puff <laughs> on me and then get Lanzini ready. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Uh, Aston Villa, Southampton. 2-2, uh, by the way, I think, on that one. <laughs> Blanked. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you'd already give me a prediction, mate. <laughs> I've, just, I've just been entirely, I've just been completely and utterly aired by Danny. No, I'm not fucking asked about your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, forget about you, all that. You, you can go first, mate. Aston Villa, Southampton. You're fucking damn right. I'm not, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Lee. <laughs> now go on, mate. This is, again, a tricky one because Villa are in great form, um, apart from obviously the most recent defeat. But they're in great form, but so is Southampton. And they'll both be buoyant. Well, Southampton will be buoyant after beating Everton convincingly. I think... I think they might cancel each other out. It might be 1-1 one, one draw. Chris, I, I kind of talked over your prediction, mate. Go for it. I, I think Aston Villa are going to be brought right back down to earth, to be honest. Um, I'm going to say 3-1 Southampton. Dale? Uh, yeah, Southampton win. Um, I reckon 2-1. Shout out, Josh. Southampton 2 0. Yeah, I, I'm swinging towards Southampton, but I can't look past Emmy Martinez in net for Aston Villa. I think he brings something to that Villa defence that he's going to keep. Like he said, they only conceded before the Leeds game two goals all season. And he is a big factor in that. So I can see it being low scoring. I reckon I can say it's get a 1 0. I think that's a fair result. Uh, Newcastle Everton the chance to bounce back Josh oh 2-2 Madrid fucking hell it was 2-0 like 5 yeah. minutes ago Benzema then Casemiro's just scored 93rd Karim Benzema one of the most underrated strikes in the world go on Josh go on Josh 2-1 Everton love that Lee? Yeah, I, I think that Everton will have too much for Newcastle. Um, even though they got themselves a rescued a point against Wolves, it looked like a point rescued rather than a point deserved. So I'd say, yeah, 3-0 Everton. Sorry, Cheers, Dad. Man. Fucking hell. <laughs> Dale? Dale's dad. Don't know about this one. I reckon it's going to be tight. I might even go throw a 1-1 draw in this. Yeah, Chris? I, um, I don't know what Josh's hand was doing there, but I'm pretty sure it was just deleting you from the wedding list, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to say, I, I actually agree with you, Dale. I think it's going to be very tight. The only caveat I've got is I don't really know where... Everton are quite solid at the back, and I, I don't really see where Newcastle are going to score this weekend and I think Newcastle have been decent defensively and Darlow is in ridiculous form at the moment he's looked outstanding for them so I'm going to say 1-0 Everton I'm I'm actually going to side with Dale I, I can see it being a really grim 
one one. Mm-hmm. Um I think with your injuries and suspensions, that it brings you down to the level that you were last season when you were playing Newcastle. Um, and it, I, th- I think they'll be buoyant getting that draw against Wolves. Like you said, it's definitely one point gained and rescued. Um, I think they can wipe the 4-1 against us completely from the memory because of how the circumstances of it, like it was the last five minutes when they conceded three. But for 90 minutes, they defended really well. And Carl Dallow, like you said, fantastic goalkeeper. Um, I've, got, I've got two points I want to mention based on what you've said there. Um, Darlow, just briefly, should he have done better with that Jimenez goal? So I said this. I said he should have done better. I don't... I'll give him credit because he was unsighted. And he must have been unsighted. But if you're a keeper and you've made the choice to go overhand save and you've got most of your hand on it, you've got to save it for me. I think he should have done better. Because if he yeah. goes underhand, he saves it. Mm. If you go overhand, you've got to palm it clear. Like I was sat with my dad and like my dad's like a goalkeeper coach and he agreed with me. Like You've, you've either got to go two hands or if you're going over, you've got to make sure it's a strong hand. And it, it, the only thing I can give him is he was out of like out of sight. But even still, you have got that much of a hand on it. You need to save it without sounding like a prick. Have you ever played keeper? I have actually. <laughs> made, yeah, I made it to a cup final. You don't have a father as a goalkeeping coach for nothing, mate. I just don't have a father, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Se- hey. Second point, from Josh. Uh, the second point was. Um, I agree with you. I think it'll be a really grim game, but I'm not going to predict a draw like I do with most other games because when I predicted Liverpool to beat us 1-0, I was thinking about it the whole week and it was giving me nightmares that I'd predicted against Everton. So I'm going to have to back my team. It's going to be a 2-1. Fair fox. Fair fox. Arsenal. Oh, sorry. Man United versus Arsenal. This depends can we, can on. Can we just say before I, I saw this on Twitter and I need to address this? Sky Sports need to stop advertising United Arsenal as a big game. <laughs> Remove the Roy Keane versus Patrick Vieira videos. Uh, like, it's not that game anymore. Do it every year. Like, yeah. Fuck off. Twice <laughs> a year. Five times a year when we inevitably play them in the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this depends on what team we decide to fucking put out. Mm. Um, if we start Dan James instead of Mason Greenwood or someone else or anyone else then I might nosedive out my front bedroom window so <laughs> Dan James should have gone out on loan anyway um, Dan James is Alex Iwobi <laughs> no he isn't <laughs> he's not strong all he, is can, all he can do is run fast yeah. Um, no, I think the Arsenal playing well at the minute, but they did lose to Leicester on the weekend. Yeah, true. Which we've not spoke about actually. The Shaka offside goal. Oh, it's offside. Say? Like what are Arsenal fans complaining about? It's the same with the Liverpool fans complaining about offside goals. Um, I'm going to say that United will play an actual decent team and it's a big team so we'll perform against them Chelsea I think they were more desperate about not 
not losing. But I think Arsenal want to prove a point. So I think we'll beat them 2 nil. Come on, Chris. Arsenal are absolutely toothless going forward at the moment. And that fills me with confidence because we're going to, we're going to score at least one. I'm convinced of that because, uh, yeah, Lee, you were absolutely bang on. They're not going to sit back, Arsenal. Arteta's, no. he, he doesn't set Arsenal up like that. He's, he's going to want to come out and he's going to want to play ball and it's going to feed right into our hands. Um, defensively, depending on the front three that he plays, I, I don't think they're going to be able to, to handle us. Um, it all just hinges on the on the lineup again, doesn't it? But I, I can't see Arsenal scoring. Aubameyang is a myth ever since he signed that contract. He just doesn't look arsed at all. Lacazette is an absolute joke. Uh, he's been, he has been absolutely dog shit all fucking season. He's been fucking shit. Since they signed him, never mind since start of the season. Since they signed him, he's had a few decent games for Arsenal, but this season, it's, it's like he's taken, it's like he's taken Aubameyang's contract extension even even worse than anyone else, and he's like, now I'm going to play even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking shite. Um, and I can't think of... I mean, you boys tell me who's, who's going to score for Arsenal. I tell you, it won't be. 350 grand a week Meza Ozil, who for some reason is not in the Premier League squad. Ridiculous. And now he's turned himself into a social media cheerleader. I don't get it. I don't, really? I don't understand how you can justify paying someone that much and not even including them in the squad. I mean, he, on that much money, he, he must be able to play at least some role. In the team. Mate, he, how old is he now? 31? Yeah. The guy will still be class. Look at one matter for United. Yeah. The guy will still be class. Mesut Ozil is one of the best playmakers we've seen in this generation. The guy oozes class. Mm. You're not telling me that he can't, like you said, he can't do a job for 10 games a season. I know. It's ridiculous. I don't know what they're playing at. You see this with Pep though, like him, Arteta's starting to get some of the, the bad traits that Pep's got. Pep's an unbelievable manager. Listen, I'm not slagging him off, but his stubbornness, he's got this identity in his head, Arteta, of how he wants Arsenal to play. And because Ozil's not fucking give and go, quick on the ball, quick thinking, the the sort of player that he wants for his system, I'm fucking sick of saying that word and hearing it in football system at the moment, um, he just doesn't want to play him, even though arguably he's the best player that they've got on the books. I was going to say, Ozil can play like that though. Ozil can literally play one-two touch. He's good enough to release the ball. But the, the, I think this Ozil problem lies deeper than just Arteta. Like, he, he was phased out by Emery. He, he was used, from what I can remember, a tiny bit by Youngberg before Arteta came in. And I was speaking to one of my mates who's an Arsenal fan. He was saying he's, he's got back in favour. Apparently, he's been training really well. But it's just not included. I don't, I don't get it, mate. I think it's the board. If I was going to guess, I think it's political. I think you come out of all that shit with with all that say all that shit. I'm not saying it derogatorily, um, if that's even a bleeding word. Uh, when he come out about all the situation with the Muslims in China, I think it rubbed up the board the wrong way. I think so too. And yeah. it makes me laugh because Arsenal are coming out now and they're like, oh, NSARS, oh, you know, with all the, the Nigeria campaign, which is, you know, is disgusting everything that's happening over there at the moment. Where was that energy? when your, your talisman at the club at the time needed you. You can't just back one political campaign and decide you're going to back out from another. It doesn't work that mm -hmm. way. So you either don't, you either put your foot into the paddling pool and go for a swim or you, you stay at the side of the pool on your fucking lounger board and 
don't touch the water at all. Do you know what I mean? What is that for an analogy? You've just made that up on the <laughs> I was like, where's this going? <laughs> you either sit on your side, dip your While you're here, give us your prediction. Yeah, yeah, you get what I mean. You stay wet or you stay dry, but you can't fucking do both at the same time is what I'm trying to fucking say. Um, right. It's just a shame. He's a great player, Ozil. I wish he would have come to United, but Moyes yeah. preferred fucking Fellaini. Uh, 2-0 United. All right, you can mute your microphone again now. Dale. <laughs> That's for the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, I know our home form hasn't exactly been great the first three games, but I think what, reiterate what Chris said, I think Arsenal are a bit toothless sort of going forward and how they play, play out from the back will probably play into our hands. So, a comfortable, probably 3-0. Three, three I like it. Josh? 2-0. Sound. I, I, yeah, I'm going with the combination of you two. I think Arsenal are toothless at going forward, but they try and play like they're not. Yeah. Like, and so like where Chelsea were quite happy sitting and defending against us, Arsenal, like you said, Chris, with Arteta's mentality of wanting to come out and play, it's ultimately going to cost them. Um, I mean, Thomas Partey looked fucking shite against Leicester. He really got found out for the pace of the Premier League. Um, but like you said, Lee, as well, it'll also depend on the team that we play, yeah. um, whether we play the Champions League team or whether we play the Premier League team, um, which I can't believe we are saying that we have two separate teams. That's mad. Yeah, um, but yeah I'm, going, I'm going to I'm going to one United. I just don't think they're that good, Arsenal. Just, I mean, he's won, he's won those two cups, hasn't he, or whatever he was. And other than that, I've not seen. I've, other than maybe a bit more solid at the back, it, it, possibly. I mean, I, I'd probably say that vaguely. Um, but I'm looking at some of the results as well, and and, and some of the performances. It's the, the shit. <laughs> they're only they're only two points ahead of us, and we've got a game and up on them. They don't do well against other top six clubs, especially not away. So I can't see them pulling anything out of the bag against us. As much as the Arsenal fans and those strangely embarrassing weirdos that do the Arsenal fan TV, I can't stand it when they're jumping around that little room, like cheering and celebrating. I, it's I can't feel so much better about my life that I am not them people. Oh God, it, it's so embarrassing. Like I'm like, you're a grown man. What are you doing? Um, anyway. Take your fucking earphones off. Yeah. Oh, that annoys me. You're not, you're not listening to music. Take them off. Anyway, so I think that those those types of people and those Arsenal fans will say, oh, we've got Aubameyang though, and we've got Lacazette, and we've got Pepe. Like, Pe- Pepe is a spicy Iwobi. Like, it, it, he doesn't do anything for me at all. Lee, and... you called him your fucking one of the old best players of the season in our season review at one point. Yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. Did you know that Party has scored about 74 goals this season <laughs> and 40 assists? Oh, no, wait, I got that wrong. He scored eight. I must have been including training goals or something, but... Oh, my word. Turning into Pele. No, um, I don't think they've got anything that could threaten us, really, apart from a Bamiang, but um, it depends how we play. I've got a feeling he'll start Pogba. Um, 
And I've got a feeling I'll start Fernandez and possibly Fred. I think our midfield will be Fred Pogba Fernandez. Um, I think Cavani starts. I think Cavani starts as well. Cavani starts and causes havoc. Against Cavani David Luiz. David Luiz injects yes. it into my veins. Yes. Rashford, oh, Rashford the dream and Cavani against combination. <laughs> Listen, we, we might live to regret saying this, and I might live to regret saying this, but Dale, I agree with you. I just don't think Arsenal are very good. They are living off two trophies, which are the shittiest fucking trophies that you could possibly win. And one of them was against fucking Lamp Frampard's fucking Chelsea. And the other one was against Party Town Liverpool. So, not bothered <laughs> at all. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Tottenham versus Brighton. So, Brighton are one of those teams. I think Brighton, actually, this season, are the definition of their league position doesn't equate to how well they've been playing um they just don't they can't seem to finish games they can't seem to get the results that they deserve which is worrying i think but i think it will eventually click for them and they'll do slightly better so that being said yeah i'd say brighton 2-0 brighton 2-0 against spurs yeah I just cutting out of the show. Cutting. Lee, everyone, Lee, is, I thought you said you don't drink during the week. <laughs> I think that what's happening is everyone is going mental for Spurs at the minute, and it's doomheading. And I can't be asked with everyone. Everyone's still going on about oh, Bale, Son, Kane. Bale's not done anything yet. So was it calm down on that one? What? Was it even in the squad yesterday? Was he? Exactly. So, so I don't know why people go mental about that. Kane could only seem to assist at the minute. Son scraped them the win against Burnley. So I just think that people are like going mental about Spurs <laughs> for no reason. And they've been put. They've been put third favourites to win the league. Mm-hmm. Is someone having a joke at the bookies? Third mm. favourites to win the league. I just. I don't understand it. It's like they've turned into. <laughs> overnight because they beat Burnley 1-0 like I'm sorry but I'm not having I am, so, no. I am crying here like because I, <laughs> Lee just hates Gareth Bale and I don't know why <laughs> just fucking hates him it's almost as if Gareth Bale's ran into his house in the middle of the night and shagged his family I just don't know what's happened <laughs> to be honest with you I actually do like him I watched the first game where he came on just to see if he'd do well, and he, and he still missed, so never mind. Oh, lately, oh, oh. Lee, 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 Harry Kane just seems to assist at the minute. 16 league goals, Tottenham have scored. Harry Kane's involved in 13. He scored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he still assisted more than he scored. And what did he do against um, Burnley? He didn't assist score. the winner. Yeah, exactly. So he's not scored. The thing is, I just. Who have they got tomorrow? On Thursday? They must be playing on Thursday. Let's, let's, we've only got five minutes. Let's fucking not turn this into the Spurs hate podcast. <laughs> Let me just check who they've right. got. I feel like Lee's just taken Colin's analogy way too seriously. And he, he's definitely gone in the pool. And the pool... <laughs> <laughs> there you go. They're away, in, they're away in Antwerp on Thursday night. So they'll come back. Tired. Sorry, I didn't understand. See, even Google doesn't understand you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what were we saying? 
Um, Tottenham, 2 0. <laughs> Dale. <laughs> Uh, yeah, same as Josh, probably 2-0 Tottenham. Yeah. I'm exactly the same as you two, Tottenham 2-0. Chris? Um, I'm going to very quickly, because we're, we're very limited on time and I think we've got another couple of games left. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to offer a theory on Brighton. I think a lot of the teams that have struggled earlier on the season, it has been a fitness thing. And I'm, see, I'm seeing now the same teams who were struggling at the start of the season have got up to speed with the game, got up to speed with the season. And you start to see better form, better performances and better results. I think the reason why Brighton have looked so good is because they came into the season fit and raring, fit and, raring and ready to go. And I think it's really unfortunate for Brighton. It doesn't bode well that they've not got as many points on the table as they've needed to. And I think Brighton are really going to struggle now because I think teams are getting up to the same sort of match fitness and sharpness as they are. Yeah. Um, so... So what's with that? Yeah, with that being said, <laughs> uh, I think Brighton are going to get played off the park. I think it's going to be four-one. Yeah, I, I think I actually predicted Brighton to go down as well at our, in our predictions. Like, I think I think they're really really going to struggle this season. Uh, last oh, two sure. games from Monday, boys. We don't need to go over this one. Fulham West Brom. One-one. Yeah, nil-nil. Nil-nil. Yeah, that'll be the next nil-nil, that. 4-4. Four, four. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, it'll be a draw. Whether it's nil-nil, 1-1, one, one, can't see much in that. Nil-nil. And then finally, probably the most exciting game of the weekend, Leeds versus Leicester. Ooh. Could be a goal fest. Because mm. yeah. Leeds don't don't defend the line. Nah, fuck that. No, and Jamie Vardy's back fit again. Is yeah. he? And he looked very good when he came on. Did. Yeah. He'll start. I, I, think... I, I'm with you with the goal fest thing. I, I could see a three, two, or even a three, three. If I'm going to wedge it, I'm going to put it in Leeds favour. I'm going to go three, two Leeds. I'm going to go the opposite way then. Sure. I'll say three, two Leicester. I'm going to say. Leads 2-1. I'm surprised you didn't come out with like a, a Leicester 6-0, but like make it really convincing and like, yeah, yeah, we'll say that. 6-0 Leicester. <laughs> Le- Leicester 6-0, but Harry Kane is fucking wank. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to myself, do I go for Paddy Power's ultimate result of 7-7? They're obsessed <laughs> with the idea of a 7-7 happening, aren't they? Well, I've no, loved 7-7. I'll save that. Now nah, 2-1. Two, two, Chris? 3 1 Leicester, foot Leeds United. <laughs> <laughs> They'll round us off, mate. I'm going to I think it's going to be quite a tight game, to be honest. Um, going to be different, haven't you? <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll probably go like a 1 1. <laughs> it's, it's one of the ones where, like, yeah, I could see it being a tight game, but I'm just looking at the way the both teams attack. Like, it, it's electric the way they both attack. I can't see nothing but goals there. Can I just get a quick word in as well before we finish, boys? Just want to say uh, congratulations to Dale Barber for going top of the Fantasy Football League. Ah, yeah. After what was a very difficult weekend on Fantasy Football, but he's done it. He's gone top of the league. Great weekend, wasn't it? Yeah. Very difficult. And, and Collins, what is going on with you, mate? 
Uh, yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's going on, mate. I talked a big game, and after five game weeks, I am 120 points behind Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I've looked at your squad. It's actually a really good squad. They just I'm not fire. far. <laughs> I'm not far ahead of you, Collins. Fuck me. I am. I'm... I am the Brian and Hove Albion of fantasy football. Started what? started too fast, and you've it's just caught up with you. He was in, and then he was out. And yeah. now he doesn't know if he's in or out. He's got in that paddling pool and he doesn't know whether to get in the water or not. We're still talking about fantasy here or my sex life or what? Cue <laughs> <laughs> the, the outro music. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. To support us, please follow us on social media by searching for at 4 one Sophie on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. You can also subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast stations, including Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts and Anchor, as well as YouTube. Just search for Four Manks, One Toffee. Thanks from myself, Lee, Danny, Dale and Josh, and we'll catch you next time.